The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in Bigger Than Ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials, at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out, because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Mars Mikulski podcast. Joining me on the phone is Taya. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I got the name right, yeah? Yeah, Taya. <laughs> okay, cool. Because you know, that could have been Taya or Taya. I didn't want to get it wrong. That would have been, yeah. been a bad start. So for people out there who might not know much about you, um, just yeah, give us a little introduction. What should we know? Um, well, I'm... I'm just an artist who's just coming up now and I've just done a track with these amazing lads Zach Samuel and Moon Willis called Never Letting Go and yeah, it's out now. Yeah, and it was kind of a crazy choice to choose like Tina Moore's track. Like, was that your idea or whose idea was that? Or how did yeah. You... Go on. No, it was... Um, well, the story is I'd, I'd never worked with Zach or Moon yeah. but I'd heard of Zach obviously because of, you know, wasting time and pushing on and the Cadden Harden remix that he'd done. Yeah. And... Um, so the track just got sent through and it's one of the few tracks that I haven't written that I sing. Mm. So I heard it and I was like a bit hesitant at first because I don't normally like songs that I haven't had input in. Like Yeah, of course. So then, but then anyway, I listened to it and I was like, oh my God, I love this song because I love the original Tina Moore version and the Arthur Dodd remix. So I was yeah. like, it's perfect. It's like a complete new refix. It's like something that no one has heard before. Exactly. And it's a bit of a shock in the chorus when the sample kicks in. So I was like, oh my God, I love it. So basically I just fell in love with it. And then, of course, like there's been tweaks made. Like I've made tweaks, they've made tweaks. But it's been a process. But yeah, the songs all come together now and everyone loves it. So... Yeah, I'm really happy with it. Yeah, it's really getting a good reception. It only came out a lot, what, September 2nd? So it's been yeah. just, just under a week. And yeah. 
Uh, a lot of people, like, you know, places are playing it. Like, blogs are kind of jumping on it, really. And you know what? It just sounds fresh. Like, obviously, the weather's not yeah. that great at the moment. Like, <laughs> it's a bit dead. But it's got that summer vibe to it. Yeah. As well. Like, and I think that will kind of roll on. Like, if you think about it, like, Artful Dodge remix and even the original came out in the 90s and people are still playing it now. Yeah. Like. So this song could easily just fall straight into that. Yeah, exactly. It, it means something, doesn't it, that everyone's still playing the song. So the fact that it's a completely new version and it's fresh to everyone's ears, it's like, yeah, everyone's taking it in really well. Yeah. I'm so happy. So with your writing process, obviously you said that, like, you want to make sure that you have input, usually, into yeah. the track. So how do you kind of, like, when you start making a track for yourself, how does that work? Um, well, normally, you just, uh, in the studio, you just start with, of course, like, chords and like a music little loop or even a drum loop yeah and then you i will i normally just take for concept i just take something that's happened to me or something that's happened to someone that i know that i want to vent about and the one that i want to get out yeah and just um yeah just like obviously think of your melody the tune and then yeah just it's kind of like just venting everything so it can be really easy sometimes if it's something you really want to talk about but yeah. it's something a bit no, close to your heart and a bit private then obviously it can take a while but yeah it's just about basically I think it's just about what you're feeling anyway inside and I think the more personal the songs and the more honest the songs are that's the better they are and you know what it is sometimes it must be kind of hard to get it out if it's like raw emotion it's like really really fresh yeah then sometimes adapting that to try and work it yeah it's, it can be like when I when I very first started writing mm-hmm. I was because I'm, I'm a really private person yeah so I'd find it hard to like you know bear me soul and just like <laughs> like pour me heart out to everyone in the room yeah, yeah. but obviously you get better as the time goes on and I'm still a private person but when it comes to songwriting I think you can't really be you can't really hold back that much so you, it's just something you gotta get used to really do you know what it is is that obviously bringing a private person in life people you can there's always people that can kind of get away with it you know like Johnny yeah. Depp and all that like they kind of keep themselves under the radar but there's always going to be that time where someone whether it be an interviewer or someone will just be like yeah this is a deep question it's like whoa I got my, <laughs> yeah. my swerve game has got to be 100 just so I can get out of that <laughs> No, literally, like, yeah, I was in I was in an interview the other day, yeah. and they threw me a curveball, and I was like, ooh, didn't know how to handle this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's okay. You've just got to, you just got to be as honest as you can. Basically, that's what music's about, I think. So, yeah. the more honesty, the better. Well, this is a good question, then. Who was your inspiration to start singing? Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know, because none of my family are really that musical, like... My mum, dad, my brother, like, yeah. they're all tone deaf, they don't play instruments. Oh, <laughs> like, tone de- how can you say drop tone deaf? Oh, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they all admit it. But the only musical person is my granddad, really. He plays instruments and stuff. He was in a jazz band when he was young. Okay. But when I was growing up, I never really seen that because by the time I came along, he'd stopped. So oh. I think it's either something that, that's in my blood from him or just I grew up listening to music and... I love, I was as a dancer and I did acting and I did musicals, I've always been really into the arts and stuff. Okay. So I think, yeah, I think just like how I grew up and I grew up around that type of scene, so I think it's just really something down to that. Yeah, well, I guess it's definitely a mixture, just it's literally granddad mixture, growing up listening yeah. to music, that's the best way. I think a lot yeah. of people kind of followed that suit do you know what I mean like listen who are the kind of the main key people like were there any like go to artists like oh I've had a day or like this has been long let me just whack on that person and like everything's better yeah well when <laughs> when I was like a kid yeah I used to literally get home from school every day and watch Dream Girls the film <laughs> like, wait wait the Beyonce not the yeah with Beyonce oh, and Jennifer Hudson okay like, <laughs> that was my film every day I could tell you that film word for word and 
the songs in that film, like obviously yeah. Listen by Beyonce and I'm telling you, Jennifer Hudson, they are like literally the most emotional songs like ever to be written. <laughs> you, do you know what? I did try to watch that film once and I uh, I did kind of switch it off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, do it was like my favourite ever. It wasn't, you know, it was a decent film to be fair. Like I think Jennifer Hudson, like musically anyway, she was like really on point right then at that yeah. point. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, that was like her peak. Yeah, and then Beyonce is Beyonce, right? Yeah, Beyonce is obviously like a queen, but yeah. And then, so I think that on top of I used to go to a choir yeah. every weekend, so every week I'd go and sing a different song from Dream Girls uh, <laughs> in the choir. Do you know? Could you get away with that? Because like they used to be kind of dodgy with the music back then, you know. If it, <laughs> they weren't letting people sing like Dream Girls in gospel. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It wasn't a gossip. It wasn't a gossip. It was just like a kind of a choir that I used to go with, go to with my mates. So it was like, it was like in the Methodist Centre by my house. Yeah. So we used to go and like sing a song that we liked. Then we'd sing a song all together. It wasn't nothing really formal. It was just like no something like for the kids to go to. Okay. So I used to sing all my favourite songs there, and then basically I think that choir is basically what like moulded me and made me realise that I wanted to do like something serious with singing. Okay. But I don't know if there was one like pivotal artist or like moments think it was just me as a person like mm. enjoying it more and thinking well if I'm going to do something for a living then I may as well do something that I love so well you know what there's like everyone has their own different stories and you know what? sometimes it isn't just one artist sometimes it's a bunch of people do you yeah. know what I mean or it's just yeah exactly and for you that Dream Girls DVD Blu-ray it's on point <laughs> <laughs> literally life but um yeah so what you know going back to the the track Never Letting Go then yeah. Um, is there a video for it? There's no video plans or what's what's going on for that? Yeah, there is a video coming out. Yeah. It's it's kind of um it's really cool. I seen it for the first time the other day. Okay. It's um just like a story of you know a, a love story like a boy and a girl and the complications and stuff and yeah it's just cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. That, you know that was such a polished answer as well. I just kept it short, sweet. I'm not telling you nothing else. I know. <laughs> you got ways in the closet. Not loud. <laughs> so you are you in London at the moment or have you are you back up in Liverpool? I am back up in Liverpool at the minute, but I'm. Um, moving to London full time in literally like two weeks <laughs> okay how does it feel to be moving it's yeah. scary because like I'm 18 so I still live at home yeah so to be moving out of my mum's house and to a different city yeah it's it's daunting but I'm literally in London every week like I'm in London more than I'm home so it's like about time okay. that I made the move yeah obviously that the uh, money to travel back to Liverpool is kind of far still yeah so it's yeah it'll be good like what part are you kind of looking forward to the most like working in the studios or just roaming around yeah well I've been I've been working in the studio in London since I was literally like 12 or 13 okay so you're so yeah, a seasoned like, veteran yeah that's just like second nature to me now but um, I'm excited just you know to be actually on the scene and not have to worry about train times and be able to go and do stuff and like go to gigs and go to parties and stuff which I haven't been able to do before so that's exciting yeah well, as long as you've got someone there that's like you know Making sure you're yeah. alright Because London like, obviously, I've, I've never been to Liverpool before To be fair Never? No I haven't been You know what I am bad with geography like, And I'll tell you yeah. If I, if Liverpool's no such thing As Liverpool Football Club Or Everton Yeah <laughs> I would not be able to tell you Where Liverpool <laughs> is it's, it, I'm being honest <laughs> That's hilarious But London mentality Has got me strong But um, Yeah Do you know what Talking about Liverpool though Music wise um, Mike Lowry Oh yeah Yeah Like uh, what's your relationship With them? Yeah, well, I was speaking about the choir before. Like, they all went to the same choir as me. They went to my school. Okay. I've known them since I was. I've known some of them since I was literally a kid, and um, like most of my life, and they are seriously like the nicest boys yeah. you'll ever meet, and so talented. Yeah, they are. 
they're sick and obviously they've got the Justin Bieber Purpose Tour now yeah European I'm, I'm made up for them I'm so excited for them like it's about time you got like a big break like this and I'm so made up I couldn't be happier it couldn't have happened to like a nicer bunch and a more talented bunch of lads so yeah well, all, of, all, all of you are doing bits. If you're all in that same group, like who yeah. else? Who else are we looking for then? Who else is coming up? <laughs> well, out of um, out of Liverpool, there's a few other bands. They um, they kind of just started making their own stuff called um, Little Grace. Okay. They're like a boy band, and they're sick. They're so good. They kind of like um, like a solely. Like a soul kind of band, yeah. But the the lead vocalist Ben's got the most amazing voice, and they're definitely something to look for. That, you know, blatantly jumping on Twitter and uh, finding them <laughs> straight away. Ah, <laughs> But with you, then, so obviously you had Red Light track that came out earlier on this year. Yeah. And that went down really well. That was getting big plays all over the place as well. Yeah. And what's coming up next then? So you've got this track, which obviously I know I'm asking, this track's just come out. It sounds very yeah. patient right now, but <laughs> what else is coming up from you then? Uh, well, yeah, it's, so I've got the Red Light one and the second Moon one. Yeah. And basically, I'm just working on my own stuff now at the minute. I'm just like in the studio, you know, perfecting all my songs and making sure that I'm proud of everything that I can release. Yeah. So I've got an EP coming out soon that should be coming out like in the next month or so. Okay. And um, that's just like five, like about five songs, which I've been working on for a while and I'm really, really proud of. And I think they like, like kind of explain what I'm, what I'm about yeah. and where I'm at musically so I'm really excited for that and then after that it's just you know working towards the album and singles and stuff so yeah it's, it's exciting times what have you got an exact date I'm, I'm, I'm reaching I'm reaching no uh. not an exact date but you know it should be around about a month's time okay so it's not that long though. That's, yeah, I thought you was going to be like oh yeah that's coming out 2017 like <laughs> I'm gonna make well, it hopefully not. <laughs> That's all right then. So, uh, festival season and that. Have you been around much, or have you kind of just been working in the studio more? Yeah, I've done. I've done. Um, I've done a few festivals actually. I've done. Um, I just did this one called Fusion Festival in Liverpool, which is really cool. Okay. They had like the headliners, well, like like Craig David and High Temper people like that. That's so good. Did, That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did this this stage, the Urban Forest stage. It's by Copperberg. Yeah. And it was really cool. It was really busy. And that was good. But um, I've done a little mini tour with No Disciples, yep. the DJ. So I did, um, what did I do? I did SW4 in yep. London and Redenfest, Leedfest and Cleanfield okay. with them. So that was really cool. Did you enjoy SW4? Yeah, it was really good. See, I got there. What day did you do? The Saturday. See, I, what time were you on? Because I went on the Saturday, yeah. I was there for an hour. Yeah, yeah. You were there for an hour. Yeah, it was bad because you know what? I was I was out and I was in the pub and then I drank too much. Then, I was one of them. Yeah, and then got there at like six thirty and then I was there and I was like a bit too too wet. Uh, okay, yeah. I think I sang I sang a bit earlier. I sang at like four o'clock. Okay. Uh, but it was busy. Like it was the main stage and it was chock a block. It was like so full and everyone loved it and everyone was dancing so you can't really ask them more can you it's exactly it's definitely a vibe and obviously as the more you perform out on the stage especially like SW4 and the festival's Fusion, Fusion Fest like yeah. more people get to know you anyway do you know yeah I mean? exactly it's just really even though with Disciples I wasn't singing my own song I was singing How to Be Sure Love for them yeah like I've got a boss relationship with them boys so yeah. on stage we were, having, we were having a dead good time and like they were talking me up and now it's just like exposure, it's exposure for everyone isn't it really so exactly it was incredible it was really good alright so I'll leave it on this last one yeah this okay. last question dream collaboration I thought I, just, I think I'll fling that in there <laughs> um dream collaboration oh my god it's so hard 
You can make it, you can reach as far as you want with this as well, you know. Okay. There is so many people. My mind is just going chocker. Yeah. Um, team collab. Probably someone like Frank Ocean. Okay. Or I am obsessed with Common's voice. So I think it has to be Common. Do you know what? I've not heard anyone, yeah. <laughs> Anyone ever drop a collaboration with Common? So you're like definitely the first. <laughs> that's a good that. thing. But you know what? He hasn't dropped something in a while, though. I know. That's that's what make it. That's what make it more special, though. Hey, that's an exposure, right? extra exposure right there. You know. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, because that'd be good. I'm not gonna lie. Frank Ocean, like, also that'd be cool. Like, yeah. Frank Ocean's got the you know the two. Well, he's got Blonde Out and Endless. It's like, so sick. Did you like both of them? I. They're obviously, they take a bit. They're a bit mad, so they take a bit of getting used to. But I love them. I just love anything that Frank does. So, All right. So you're you're definitely a Frank fan. Yes. I can't. Day one. <laughs> you know. You know what? Like Channel Orange took me three years to like. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! No, I literally could tell you all the words Channel Orange like right now. That's the only thing I listened to when it came out. Like that album. On <laughs> you know what? Don't don't though, because you, you really need to keep your voice on point. <laughs> that's, the main, that's the main bit I like you know what it was it's like when this album came out Blonde especially I was like oh Kendrick Lamar's on it I did. I, I kind of reached I did that I was like Kendrick Lamar Beyonce I went onto the tracks I didn't hear any of them oh my god and I was a bit upset but I like what was it was it uh, Skyline 2 yeah 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 and uh, Pink and White I think for me they're the best ones yeah yeah I don't know I don't know what my favourites are I kind of I kind of I listen to albums as albums you know what I mean so it's really rare that I know the names of songs I just know the words yeah, yeah. that makes it makes more sense if you're a singer it's the first step is knowing the words so yeah <laughs> I mean as long as the words are on point sometimes if the key's off you know if the throat gets a bit scratchy as long as you know the yeah. words you can yeah, slide through <laughs> but thank you for chatting to me today I really oh, appreciate it thanks for having me no worries when you're in London yeah come through the studio yeah, that's Yeah, and if you get any of music that comes through, just send it my way. I'll drop you a follow yeah. on Twitter now. Okay, cool. Get it sorted. All right, that is it. That's the interview with Tyler done. Uh-huh. Make sure you keep it locked. I'll see you guys in a bit. Peace.